Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. We really hope we see you there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome back to Should I Delete That? What is happening? I don't know, sorry. Why? Our producer, Daisy, always talks an Australian accent. That's because Daisy's she's partly from Australia. there. <laughs> partly from there? Is that how you say it? Partly from there and like grew up there and stuff. I think what you so, don't say about somebody who's from Australia is that they speak with an Australian accent. Like, Daisy always talks with an Australian accent because that definitely makes it sound like she just puts one on for fun. I do, though. Oh, in that case, I'll, as you were, <laughs> everything I thought about you is not It rubs true. off on me. Anyway. <laughs> Clearly not. Hi. No, go again. Come on, let's, let's go with Australian. Yeah, with Australian? Yeah. Foot from the beginning? Yeah. Okay. Mm. I need my trigger <laughs> word. Marsh, What's my trigger Simpson, word? Marsh Simpson in the room. Water, bottle of water? Uh, uh, water? Okay. Hello, and welcome to Should I Delete That? You were really good the first time. Hello? Oh, okay. It's gone worse. Hello, and should I <laughs> should I delete that? <laughs> yes, delete Hello. all of this footage. Am I being offensive? Yes. Am I? 100%. I'm so sorry. We're going to be cancelled immediately. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Should I Delete That. I'm sorry, I'm shit at accents. I can do a Scouse one very well, but that's about it. But that's because else. you're partly from there. Yeah, fine. So I don't know why we're just going with partly from there now. It was like a description <laughs> from like where people are from. But I like it. <laughs> I'm partly from the UK. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I am going, I am going in with my... Uh, actually... Okay, I'm going in with my own, is it just me? It's not really an is it just me, I just want to talk about it. When we were um, walking around New York, I was absolutely desperate for the toilet, right? Absolutely desperate. And there were, and which is weird because there's coffee shops everywhere in New York, but we couldn't find one. There were just loads of like cafes and pubs. Do you know what I mean? But like proper cafes and like, not pubs, sorry, cafes and restaurants, Mm -hmm. but like proper cafes, not like a Starbucks where you can go in, buy a drink, have have a toilet. Have a toilet. Um, have a toilet. Yeah. Have a drink. Have a Kit Kat. Have a toilet. Everyone's walking out like <laughs> with my toilet stuck underneath this heavy porcelain object. And Dave was like, "Just go in. Just go in and go to the toilet." And I was like, "Absolutely not." In a trillion years, nope. I there is there is, there is not much that I'd rather do less than like go into an establishment where I'm not buying anything and go to the. Use their I toilet. concur. I will buy something I actively don't want. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Just to use the toilet. Just to, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I would I never. Like, I no, I would never. No. And even even when I'm buying something, I still feel bad using the loo. I know, same. Same. When you're buying something, you're like, do you have a toilet? Yeah. Do you have a toilet? And then I'll buy something. And then they look at you and they go, that's that's the only reason that you're here, isn't it? Yeah, they it's know. It's like, you've, like if you they go know. into like a shop or whatever and you've like feigned this interest, like, God, this yeah. bis- biscuit looks delicious. By the way, do you have a loo? And they're like, you never really cared for the biscuit, yeah. did you? I see. You were you. only in here for yeah. the loo. 
Yes, not pig. just you. I hate them. you. You pig. Sorry, I went, <laughs> I went too far. Yeah, you know, you that was pig. the one thing when we were kids, we weren't allowed to call each other pigs or cows. Really? Yeah. I think it's because of their size. I think my mum was very aware that she didn't want us to like fat shame each other. Okay. I remember, I I'm looking at my sister because I remember when we were, I think we were like on a, on a, on a family holiday in Spain. So do you remember, now Presidente. And I was, we were really young, like really young. But I was hanging out with, I'd met a friend there who was like older than me and like really cool. Um, and so she'd like taught me some things and she taught me to like, you, you call people cow, like as an insult, you call them a cow. So, and I remember shouting across the pool to my little sister, Jen, you cow. And my mum was like, what the fuck did you just say? Get out the pool right now. <laughs> Literally took me by my ear. I don't know how young we were, but I was really young. I didn't even know. I didn't. I was just like, you cow. <laughs> Must have been like six and four. And I was like hanging out with an eight-year-old who was like, yeah, anyway. That's hilarious. I know. We thought we were so clever. I think we learned like the French word so we could call each other. Okay. A vache. A vache, yeah. Yeah. It must have been size specific. I'm not sure. showing off. Okay, I've got an it just me. Hi, Alex M and Daisy. Sending you lots of love from South Africa. Thank you for making my Mondays less blue and Thursdays so fun. I'm going to start by saying I pride myself on being an extremely organised person. I cannot relate. I'm usually so on top of things. She's just rubbing it in at this point. Um, <laughs> I've been so scatter... Oh, good. No, she's back. Um, she's one of me. I've been so scatterbrained the last few weeks. I booked an online course with a life coach, entered my cell number incorrectly and totally forgot about it. You know what? I reckon Mercury's in the microwave. The other night, I got a mail from her asking if she had my details correctly. The course had started the night before. I've also sent out embarrassing email, ask, embarrassing emails asking for things I'd already received. And I'm now obsessed with what this life coach and other people must think of me. People I've never met and probably won't because I see myself as so organised and they must think that I'm not. Am I the only one obsessing over what strangers think of me and tying my worth to the little mistakes that I make? So I think she's saying she's normally a very organised person. Yeah. She's recently turned into me and is really worried that no one's going to like her because of it or like overthinking that yeah like overthinking the little things and what people think of her because of them I, I mean I think it's definitely quite, not just you no I think it's quite hard when your like personal identity is quite tied up with something this is the thing and then people right? one person doesn't see you like that you're like oh my god yeah how am I perceived because you know how you're perceived by like everybody yeah and then what if one person perceives you differently it's like who am I this is the thing and and Wait, so I actually read the book Atomic Habits. Have you read that Mm -mm. by James Clear? It's probably drew a lot of criticism as well. But one thing it talked about was like, if you really want to pursue something and make it work for you, it has to become a part of your identity. Okay. And you have to feel like pride in this identity. And I I feel like that's what happened for me when I tried to when I made myself become organized because it's not my natural state at all but then I made it like that and then I take because it's not my natural state like I take great pride in it so I know what this person is saying then because when people think I'm like super scatty and disorganized like my mum and dad still think I am because I, I that's how I grew up and I feel really like it's 
like affronted. Like I feel like it's a bit of an attack on my identity when they I say that. I completely get that. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm really organized. Yeah. Like I'm really organized. So I get what she's saying totally. But That's then- so interesting that you say that. Yeah, but then I've I've like, I've noticed, not recently, but I noticed that I started to do that. And I feel like I'm much better at now at being like, they can think what they want. It actually doesn't, it, yeah. it's okay. It doesn't matter. Like whatever. And, and also I need to like, yeah, I need for that not to be my identity or something that I'm like very proud of because there are other like better yeah. things. I watched a TikTok the other day and I actually, I might make a reel of it because the audio was really good. It was like, you just have to accept or like a big part of life is accepting the different roles that you play in other people's life and like in yeah. some people's life you're the villain and in some people's life you're the good person and in some people's yeah. life you're loved or funny or whatever or organized and then in some people's life you're not and like yeah. it's quite interesting because I do think that sometimes like how am I perceived and obviously we're perceived by a lot of people so yeah. I think on Instagram I'm perceived a certain way and I'd say I probably play into that part because that's the part that I'm comfortable sharing or being yeah but as with lots of things women in the public eye perhaps being like a really good place to examine it from is we're not very good at letting people be multifaceted or like multi-dimensional yeah. Yeah. so we see this like 2d thing and so I think a lot of people think about me that I'm very scatty or like just awkward and, and embarrassing which is a hundred percent true but I'm also like I can, I, I, like, if you're in a crisis, my mum always says that she's like, if something goes wrong, you would be the first person I would call, like, without yeah. fail. Yeah. Like, you fix stuff so quickly, like, other people's shit you're so good at, you can see things really clearly. Your own life is a fucking mess. But, like, <laughs> every, like she always says that about, yeah. like, me and, me and my Alex as a duo. She's like, honestly, if something goes wrong, like, the two of you will just have it fixed in, like, an hour. And it's, I find that really interesting because I think to a lot of people, therefore, like in my real life, it's like you play, I don't know. And I've got no idea. The, I've got no idea the role that I play because I know that yeah. I know that they know that they can come to me. And a lot of my friends do, obviously. And I love that. But then I also know that they just watch me be a fucking disaster on a daily basis. And I wonder how, how, the, how that correlates. But then if you overthink too much, like how it's you're perceived, thing. it's just like... Oh God, I don't know. But it it is also, I do think, like it's it's a very human thing as well to want to have perspective of how we are perceived, and also to like cling on to identities because that anchors us in something. Yeah, and it's and it and it's part of like uh, unrelated but kind of not like body dysmorphia as well. Like we want to gain perspective on how we present ourselves to the outside world. Like mm. we don't know how our bodies look to other people. Mm. And that causes a lot of distress, like yeah, cognitive so distress, because we're like, we, we can't get a handle on that. And I think that's part of it as well, which is why then we cling so strongly to identities because we, because it's human. We want to, we want to know, we want to be able to have. Yeah. I agree. When you're put into a box, is there a safety in that? Yeah. And I think sometimes it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Sometimes if you're put into a space that like if if you use school as an example when I was put in lower sets because I struggle academically like dyslexia and stuff I wasn't great um like and I was only die and I actually this is really interesting I was only diagnosed um with dyslexia when I was 15 which is really late yeah. and it meant that I hadn't had I just got 
uh, extra time for my GCSEs and I and I and my A levels, but I hadn't had it for any of my exams prior, and I'd had no diagnosis or like no acknowledgement of it. Yeah, it was like a really weird thing with identity that's just like, because then I was put in lower sets, which is fine. And it actually probably really beneficial for me. But it is like a self-fulfilling thing in a way that when you're given, like you're told that and then you're put in like lower space or set or whatever to class to thrive, really. You know, it's in your best interest, but you do kind of like lean in or like play a part. I don't know. So I think that's like a really interesting thing about being human because I just think dogs don't have labels for anything like right. we tell a dog that it's anxious but it doesn't know that it's anxious it just is itself yeah. like or aggressive or you know any of these words and you put a, you, we put things into boxes and each other into boxes yeah but actually and it's so weird because we like that like that's how the human brain works like yeah and we we like these like binaries and boxes and we like yeah it's 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 weird and like the more I the more I learn about psychology I guess or the more I question stuff the more I realize is that like we just hate nuance not we really struggle with it yeah we struggle with it we struggle with the gray area like we struggle to like to to compartmentalize it and box it yeah categorize it that's what we want to do yeah And, and you just like I even find it now with like a lot of films whereas it used to be like there was a very clear baddie and a goodie and the goodie would win yeah and the baddie was bad in every sense and the goodie was good in every sense. And now in, in films nowadays, they they show a more like multifaceted, complex, complex person. Yeah. Like, okay, he's a baddie, but he's also like, you might see why he's become a yeah. baddie or like, I saw you might on... see glimpses of him being like, not a baddie. And yeah. that for me still feels like earth shattering difficult yeah. to get my head around and then I'm like but that's normal like pe- people people I mean, are some always people one are just thing. all bad yeah <laughs> but like in general people have bad sides good sides they do bad things they do good things they're not like baddies and goodies and but that's difficult for the human brain to do yeah. well maybe maybe no, 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 me no, more it than is. other people I saw but. a thing on TikTok the other day and it was like um from Peaky Blinders and I haven't actually seen later series but it was like I mean Killian Murphy and Tom Hardy my God, Wowzers. like what a duo. And they yeah. were both so angry and covered in blood. I was oh. like, goodness me. The only thing that really like humbles me there is like they're five seven. They're five seven. They're yeah. both five seven. Yeah. No no shade, no mm. shame. But I just remember when I sat next to them, I'm just like, this is my patriarchal problem. But yeah. it kind of brings me back down to earth to be the I same height as them. But, anyway, but yeah, yeah. So I've done it now. I'm sorry. Anyway, they're having this big argument in a people blinder scene. And Tom and and Killian's like, they took my boy. Like, I'm going to shoot you because they took my son. And Tom Hardy's like, how many son? And you're so upset for Killian because it's like he's had his son taken away. But then Tom Hardy's like, how many boys have you killed? Like, how many sons have you killed? And it's like, whoa, whoa, you're both so bad, but you're both so compelling. And it's like, (laughs) it's so like, oh, confusing. It is, it's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, I think you just really like have to accept, like I honestly, this is why I haven't done the anonymous questions on Instagram, that feature where you can put anonymous questions. Absolutely not. Because I suspect that I am not perceived well by some people and I suspect that I am perceived very well by some people. Right. But I have no control of any of that. And there are some, and I just think this is so interesting because how many people do you meet in your life? Thousands and thousands. And to some people... You might meet somebody in a bad day when you're in a rush in a cafe and you didn't say thank you or you you barge past someone on a lift in an elevator without noticing or like whatever. 
Yeah. And to that person, they just think you're bad. And right. they, and you then and, and right. you're a bad person in, or you're a bitch or you cut them up. It's like someone cuts yeah. you up in the car. And it's like, what a fucking dick. And that's yeah. just the part you play in their life. And I think you just have to accept that. You just try to be nice as often as you can. But right. if you're a baddie in somebody's life. But that's something as well. Like, I feel it. like I try so hard to be nice. Like, I really yeah, what, make like, it like a, an absolute priority. Yeah, but I feel like I pro- possibly, I, I have too much emphasis on it. Love me. <laughs> is that like the undertone? Yeah. <laughs> Thank but you for also, this on Now fucking love me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like maybe, and, and I expend too much energy on that. But then that feels then like a big part of my identity. So to to then think that some people don't perceive me that way like that actually does hurt thinking about it yeah but do you know what something Jacqueline even just Jacqueline and coming on the podcast what three times now I think Mm. it's been even just from those sessions alone and also some things outside of that like me thinking more about this stuff like actually letting go or trying to let go about being at peace with what people think that you are or think about you is so wonderful and it might not be was definitely not the first response like the first response is always an emotional response for me of like oh god no 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 this is going to really upset me this is going to ruin my life like and then but then if you can call on that like rational higher brain and yeah yeah rationalize it and realize that actually it doesn't impact your life I don't know where I've got on this tangent, no, but it, sorry, but no, it's, it's, it's so liberating and it's yeah. so powerful. But it also makes, like, I think something that a lot of people struggle with is, like, nice women having boundaries. Like, I think because a lot of, like, what I do online, like, I'm very, in terms of, like, Feel Good Friday and everything I do and want to share is positive and I really want yeah. that to be, I want my space online to be a positive space and I want to bring other people up but it doesn't mean that like I am all the time a positive person because and a, and a very nice person because very nice people get walked over if they're not careful and very nice people have to sit and take they don't but very nice people in order to very nice women particularly in order to stay being very nice and perceived yeah. as very nice yeah. have to be have to take being treated like treated like absolute shit with a smile yeah. because you can't stand up for yourself because then you're something else and that I find very interesting and that I have to really like balance and I just have to know that Mm. on on balance I hope that I'm a good person doing good things but also I have to be able to communicate my boundaries but I think that's another like massive societal thing where if you're put in this box of being nice or you're put in the box of being a bitch or whatever but people the other thing is I think I don't know about you. I want to like most people. I assume that most people are intrinsically yeah. good yeah. and that you will share a laugh or share a nice thing with most people that you meet. And I generally want to believe the best in people. So if you read something bad about somebody or hear something bad about somebody, yeah. whereas I used to think they're a bad person because yeah. I've heard this bad thing, I now think, okay, I need more. Yeah. That's not enough to get a full picture of a person mm. because then you could just see one bit of a person that's like n- not a very nice part of them. Because right. that's the other thing. We don't accept that like part of like the experience of like having friends and being human yeah. is that we're not all perfect. Like some of us, some bits of yeah. us are bad or annoying or frustrating. And you yeah. just have to work out if you're going to take the full package or leave it. Because you yeah. don't get to just take bits from people. 
gone very this deep. Remind, this reminds me of, and I know I'm going to sound like a wanker for like say, even saying this, but this reminds me of like in my old job, like interviewing celebrities and and meeting celebrities like the talk would always be around like what they like what they like and like it would always be gossip if like they were bad you know Mm. like they weren't very nice and then in later years like and I was so part of that as well totally part of the whole gossip and being like oh my gosh she was so rude to me like and then in later years realizing like you are seeing like a snippet of this person's entire personality and it's also on a day that possibly that possibly is very uncomfortable for them. Yeah. They're in the spotlight and, and like, I know people say, oh, that they asked for it. Like they wanted this life. No, but that's fake. For a lot of people, they're doing press junkets or they're doing press interviews. And they can't they trust journalists. And they can't trust journalists. And also that they might just be having like something bad might be happening in their personal life, but then they have to try and put on yeah. this smile and like bring something in you. And you can't like, you just can't, yeah, you can't judge someone based off that, but and I'm the first to does, admit that I have. Yeah. For a long time, I did. But that's a really good part of like, all you can do as an individual is accept that that's not how you are going to perceive people. You're going to accept that humans are complex and yeah. you'll accept them for being more than one thing. Yeah. And you just have to hope that the people in your life choose to do the same. But if they don't, yeah. that's out of your control. So if this life coach, by the way, the fact that she's a life coach, implies that she will be very good at accepting that this is a part of your complex human makeup and she won't give a shit that you were unorganized um yeah if people can't forgive you a bad day or get over the fact that you've got this one trait that you don't think is great maybe she's maybe this life coach is the most unorganized fucking maybe she's me and and then when she finds out you're really organized she'll be like traitor yeah i thought you were i thought you were my kind or most likely, she won't give a shit either way. And, and, and bear this in mind with anything like this. This goes like for absolutely anything that you, when you obsess over what people think of this or that, whether it's how your body looks or how you, how people are perceiving you, I always think in my head spotlight phenomenon, where like you are overestimating how much people are rating you, thinking about you, even totally. considering this. Like, it, if, if anything, it is literally a passing thought in their head and they'll never yeah. think about it again. And just Kind of liberating and kind keep, of very depressing. <laughs> it's quite depressing, but, like, just keep that... I, I always I always think that when I'm like, oh, God, I wonder if they... You know, and I just think, yeah, just it's... I think a massive part of it just comes in making peace with you, with yourself, and just let people perceive yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And just, like, keep working on that. And a big part of that for me is letting other people... Is perceiving other people. Yeah. And just looking and really paying attention to how I perceive people, um, because then it gives you a lot more freedom to be perceived without leading with your emotions or your ego. Yeah, basically. Sorry, that was a long answer, guys. <laughs> yeah, shit. Um. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall—whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, I've got an embarrassing story. Hi, gang. Obviously, in capitals, thank you so much. <laughs> I absolutely love the podcast and all of you. It's quickly become part of my weekly routine and the sole reason I head out for a wind-down walk after work to listen and feel like I'm lolling with my pals. That's so nice. I just wanted to share something from my day with you as I lay reflecting in bed. I would say this is one of those embarrassing, awkward human moments, but I genuinely don't think other humans behave like this. So, is it just me? Today I had a knock at the front door. I was not expecting anyone. The dog goes mental, so I'm trying to shush her whilst listening to what this man in overalls is saying. All I catch is, I'm here to blank your blank. (laughs) Instead of saying, what was that? I invite him in. He asks if it's okay to park there. I say, yep, without really taking in what he was saying, because my mind is now running a million miles per hour, trying to figure out what I'm doing as I'm in way too deep. Just to reiterate, I'm not expecting anyone today, tomorrow, this month or this week or month. He asks where it is. And for some reason, I panic and lead him to my bathroom where he proceeds to touch my wet bathroom floor and say, I can't fit that here. (laughs) Looking at me confused. What is it? I finally pluck up the courage and say, oh, sorry, what did you say you were here to do? To which he says he's laying the vinyl floor. I then panic again and make up some lie about expecting someone else to come out today to look at the bathroom. He asks if it's to fix the leak. I say, yes, all of this was lies. I then lead him back out. I then lead him back out of my house. He then asks where the correct correct address is and I panic again, pointing him in this wrong direction. Oh my God, so he wasn't even there for her house? No. (laughs) Safe to say I will never get final flooring for fear of seeing this man again. I have also put my house on the market and booked a one-way ticket to anywhere else. (laughs) What the fucking fuck? Is anyone else this awkward? Kill me. Oh my God, that's absolutely hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, come in. (gasps) Bless her. Why are you taking to the bathroom? Take him anywhere else. I know. But Both of them are so intimate. They're so small. And also if it's wet as well, you've just had a shower, <laughs> right? Is the mirror all steamed up? It's intimate. Like it, take them into the kitchen. Fit in here. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, I have something else embarrassing. Okay. This is absolutely foul. Go on. In a fun way. Ready for it. Hi, girls. Obs love the pod. I keep hearing people's embarrassing stories and feel like they have nothing on mine. So thought I'd share. Three, maybe four chilies embarrassing. Oh. I've been with my boyfriend for seven years about three years in, we went away for the night meal. The night meal? We went away for the night meal. The night meal, etc. The night meal. What is a night meal, etc.? I'm gonna say I'm gonna assume okay. she meant dinner. Okay. Um, that is the night meal, famously. Either that or a midnight snack. Anyway, before we no, that's not a meal. That's a snack. Dinner. Okay. Before we went out, gross warning. He, this is gross. We've taken a turn. Okay. Apply that handbrake. Yeah. Before we went out, gross warning, he finished on my face. I was not Three years into a relationship that. just before the night meal. And he is just finishing before on a night meal. Etc. I mean, Unbelievable. Uh, he finished on my face. Okay. And for some reason, okay. I don't know why I didn't just look in the mirror. I took a picture of it on his phone. During dinner... He accidentally sent that picture, as in Facebook Messenger, when you just click on the pic and it sends with no warning, to our group chat with his parents and his sister. No. I died and <gasps> obviously cried my tits off. I've actually never heard that expression, but I love it. 
It was unable to be deleted and took a good few months for me to face them again. I begged his sister not to look and his dad sent back a picture. She said the dad was drunk, sent back a picture with mayonnaise all over his face and said not to worry. It never gets mentioned apart from by my friends at every available opportunity. We're getting married next year and the thought of it getting brought up in the wedding speech kills me. But there we go. P.S. I would love to have sent this as a voice note, but I'm a primary school teacher, so it might be a bit of a risk. <laughs> I think, out of all the stories, I think she's right. I think that's the worst. That's the spiciest. The worst. That's something about Mary times by a million, this because it's so not just things. Ben Stiller. It's the mayo. It's the mayo. It's the mayo. It's the mayo. It's, Don't it's, acknowledge G, your, your son's jizz. On his girlfriend's face. Daughter-in-law now. In some cultures, uh, she'd be calling them mum and dad. And he's mayo-faced her. I just don't. I I couldn't live. <laughs> I couldn't, I wouldn't it's, live. I wouldn't continue to live. Wow. I just don't understand. And I really don't understand this. Why you'd want someone to jizz on your face just before your night meal, like and take a picture of it? When you no, but no, but it's like if you're going out, like okay, I'm not being funny, but like, sorry to my mom if she's listening. But like, <laughs> if you're planning to like, you know, have some fun before your night meal or whatever meal before you go yeah. out in public, I'm never calling dinner dinner again. By the way, um, <laughs> if you're planning on having like that sort of fun. I really feel like there's a sort of fun you can have before you go out. And it probably includes like not getting messy, probably not even taking all your clothes off because it's just a faff. To have to get, you don't want to like scuff up your hair or like ruin your makeup yeah. or like ruin your outfit. You probably just want to be like quick so you can go. Do you know what I mean? I always think that in films when they have sex in an elevator yeah. and they take off all of their clothes. I'm like, this is completely, completely idiotic yeah. because you've got 30 to 40 seconds top. So you might be able to do, your co what's it called? Con, 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 cognolitus. Cognolitus. Oh, cannolingus. Yeah. So you might have time for your cannolitus. What's it called again? Cannolingus. Cannolingus. But you don't have time to like do up all the buttons on your jeans again. Do you know what I mean? So, so that's, and, and all the buttons on your shirt. It's completely yeah. ridiculous. Anyway. But that's the same school of thought. Why would you want jizz on your face just before your night meal? I just you don't wouldn't. get it. You wouldn't. Your no. eyes would be all stinging. Your mascara would run. Your hair would presumably be ruined. Like, look, this is the Loxitan event again when I just looked like a ghost at the dinner because I had all the oil from the facial in my hair. So what, no, did she just take spunk hair out for dinner? It's a lot to eat after that, really, isn't it? <laughs> it is a lot to then develop an appetite. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's not for you me. You win. It's not for me. <laughs> you win, I, I wouldn't want listener. to be... I, I just, I just like, the face is just... It's an absolute no from no, me. I, I, I don't think it's ever something I've ever considered. I think, and I tell you what, as well, I always think this. I'd flinch. And I just think that would be a horrible vision. Like of me just being like, oh, like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's the last thing you want is like, jizz splatters your face. Like I'd say in the porn this, I'm like, oh yeah, like, jizz face. But in reality, <laughs> be like, face. oh, don't go in my eyes. And like, you'd yeah. get like those chins and you'd be like, oh, I don't want jizz in my eyes. You know? <sighs> And they'd be like, uh, if you love it, then get it. I just don't think understand I'd love it. it. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand it. Um, no shame but, for that. If there's something that you're into. Yeah, you go. On. You yeah. go. But the fact that his whole family has seen it, I, I, I actually don't know what to say to you. I don't think there's like any 
I mean, words of sympathy, I guess. Yes. Like, all my love. Uh, Deeper sympathies. Good luck in your wedding. Yeah, I, I pray think for they you. Know, I don't think you need to wear white. I, I think you. I don't think you're kidding anyone I, at this point. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Um, I don't think it's that bad. That's what we should say. I, we should just tell her that it's not that bad. You shouldn't, they, you shouldn't have told her that it was the most embarrassing because that's going to make her feel worse. Oh, so let's completely change okay, that no, and let's just be like, come on guys, let's just no, say but it's she not did, that bad. She did say it was, uh, her, she said like she could shit on everyone else with this one. No, we're going to make her feel better. Okay. She's got a wedding coming Do up. you know what? It's absolutely it's, fine. I bet that's happened to everyone. That's yeah, that's that so common. to me before most night meals. That's so common. It's really fine. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. I hear a lot. Yeah, a lot, yeah, I've, yeah it's the same. Like, yeah. I've seen it on like Reddit. Honestly, it's fine. Yeah, so I think Channel 4 are doing something about it. So it's fine. Okay, so one last thing. Hey, ladies, as always, love the pod. You're all brilliant. I hope the praise is up to standards. Haha. <laughs> I'd give it a seven. No, I loved it. Okay. Did be I just feel like the more is merrier, you know? No, is, no, I didn't. Well, you don't, you don't want to gild the lily. Like that expression. I thought you were saying you don't want to gild the lady, and it just took me a second there to be like, that's not what she I said. I don't know what gilding is. <laughs> I, making I'm, it gold, making something gold. Yeah, we don't need to do that. Um, so, and is it just me? Is it just me that feels like a criminal if I go into a shop alone and don't buy anything? Went shopping today trying to find a wedding gift. Every time I went into a shop and couldn't find anything, I thought they would think I was a shoplifter walking out without buying anything. Honestly felt like I needed to hold my hands up and show my bag on leaving. Instead, I just put my head down and rush out, which in hindsight probably makes me look more like I robbed them. So is it just me or does anyone else feel like they need to shout their innocence? Yes. It is not just you. It is not just you. Um, It's a lifestyle of mine. (laughs) I always feel like I'm robbing. I feel like I'm robbing I'm even before I've walked in. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. They, they think they're they're sizing me up. They're yeah. looking at my. They're looking at me, thinking what I can fit in my pockets. We went into a Prada store in New York, not to buy anything, obviously, because <laughs> that's ridiculous and it costs a lot. I mean, I know I got my jacket, but it was secondhand and a lot less expensive than it would have been to buy it outright. But I just wanted a look because all the pretty clothes, you know. Um, I love going in Prada stores. They have the stupidest little things. Don't like they? little little bags to go on your boots and yeah. bucket hats that would fit I children. Don't get those bags on the boots. I do it in so I I want them so badly. Do you? I want them so badly, and I don't know why I want them because what the fuck do you put in there aside from poo bags? But then Literally. you can't put poo bags in, in your, your Prada boot bags. No, it just doesn't make any sense. It's too see, I, presumably drugs. But that's a very good height for a sniffer dog to find them. You put a bit of cash in there, but no one uses cash anymore, really, do they? No, and also... Put your credit card That's in embarrassing, there. right? So you go to pay for something, which if you're wearing that's Prada boots, you're probably paying for something expensive. So you need yeah. to, like, bend over and, like, pull out, like, a fitty from your shoe. Get your watch. Embarrassing. Have you not got a Prada purse? <clears throat> yeah. Pull yourself together. I don't get the... I don't, I get, don't the get the... But, but I still want them so do badly. You? Just the whole boots. I just think, God, they're trendy. The thing is... It, like you know, when bags look sad when they've got nothing in them, you'd have they'd have to you'd have to keep them stuffed so you, they look right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you I don't do. Probably have to keep the tissue paper in them so you're walking around with little stuffed bags on your feet. I don't get it. Drugs. Sorry. You could start dealing drugs, and no one would suspect you in Prada boots because yeah, that's true. If the police proof profile, which they don't, but they do, yeah. they probably won't suspect me in my Prada boots with my yeah. bags because if I can afford Prada boot, if I can afford something so pointless, yeah, or maybe they'd think. She's definitely selling drugs. How else would she afford something so pointless? <laughs> but I, I've never gone into a Prada shop, but I have been into the Selfridges bit where the, where, of the Prada stuff. Yeah. And I derive great pleasure. It's so fun to look at. So And fun. they've got the tiny little glittery handbags. Yeah, I love that glittery. Ha- I love so Prada fun. stuff so much. Yeah. But I wish it to humble myself accessible. immediately, 
I just put the bucket hat on. Every time I think I can yeah. own the cool glittery bag, I think Sophie Milner has it. I think I bring her up every week. Um, but every I time think I does. think, like every time I think of something cool, I think I have to put the bucket hat on and look at myself in the mirror and go, remember who you are, Em. You're a fucking <laughs> dork. You don't, You can't have nice things. Anyway, carry anyway. on. <laughs> they, oh my God, because I was just like, let's just go in and have a look. And we had to like knock on the door. They had to open it for us. Oh. And I was like, okay, already this is too much pressure. Because mm-hmm. like, I feel like you've had to go the extra step of unlocking and opening the door. You have to, to spend money in. to make it worth his time. Exactly. Yeah, completely. And he followed us around the entire store and Dave was so uncomfortable. He kept saying to me, oh, he's following, he's following us around, he's following us around. And I was like, well, yes. Dave sounds hella guilty there. That kind yes. of panicking is not what the security yes. guards want to hear. very uncomfortable. Yeah. And I kept saying to him, that's why they're following you, Dave. Likely just because in case we buy anything, he would like the commission from the purchase. And that's why he's following us, keeping tabs on us. Or he could have thought we were shoplifting. Not sure. Probably yeah, if former. Dave is walking along shiftily going, he's following us, he's following us, he's following <laughs> us. Then this guy's going to be like, I need to keep following them because what are they going to do if I stop following them? Because he clearly but cares like, that I'm following them. Him following me and me thinking it's because he wants... And then I was thinking it's because he wants the commission from... I work, I've worked in retail a lot. I know that this is, this is how we do it. But like that, knowing that, then made me think, oh God, and now he could be missing out commission because he's following us around. He's like neglecting another customer that might have come in that might have bought something and given him commission. So I Not was if like, he didn't let them in. We're, we're getting out. We're running out. I'm then, done. I can't do this. I can't, I can't take all this back thinking. and forth, guilt, <laughs> guilting myself. I don't like it when you go into like, just a cat, like a, like a trinket shop. Yeah. Like there's a trinket shop near where I live. And I always think, oh, that looks nice. And it's the kind of place that sell like matches in a glass bottle. And I think, yeah. cool. But then you never buy anything for yourself in there. It's always a gift and probably for someone yeah. that you don't know that well or like that much. Yeah. So you go in there and you realise quickly that there's nothing. But you have to do the sweep. You have to do the sweep. And then it's just like, oh, God, this is yeah. just wasting everyone's time. And then normally, because it's a small shop, they go, hi, you go, hi. Uh, Can I help? No, I'm okay, like, thanks, I'm, I'm just looking. i purchase though. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm like, right, well, I'm going to... I normally just buy a face mask. Oh, that's Safe. a good shout, yeah. Yeah, there yeah. Was, they're always on the counter. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just go for a key ring. Nice, no, yeah. Like, yeah. I rotate with a good the sisters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, smart. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? I, yeah, yeah. But online shopping, I never I commit that. to a purchase, but... In real life, I have to because I get such girl. Yeah. I don't care for the chains. Like if no, I go I into like Zara, but like if no. you go into like a, a boutique, yeah, yeah. so embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, I hate that. And also then you feel bad because I'm like, oh God, and you've not got any other customers in. And now I had a leaving. glimmer of hope by me coming in. Yeah, now you're I disappointed. Yeah, and then everyone keeps talking. Jeremy Vine <sighs> says that the high street is dying at least once a week and I just get guilt. I just hear Jeremy Vine in my ear going, yeah. the high street's dying. And I'm like, oh, sorry, Jeremy. It's me, I've killed it. <laughs> so yeah, not just so, yeah, you. Not just you. Anyway. Anyway. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening, for um, being here today. We'll see. Thank, you, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, it's like you're conducting a funeral. Um, <laughs> we love you all very much. You wouldn't say that at a funeral. Well, I'll tell you what you would say at a funeral. Uh, we've got a donation plate at the back of the church, if <laughs> anyone can spare anything on the way out. <laughs> I am Sinigal. Um, okay. <laughs> I enjoyed thanks, it. Thanks everyone for listening. We will thanks. see you on Monday. Love you loads. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Should I delete that? It's part of the ACAST Creator Network. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.